back to Tennis Picks and Bets with John Reed. I am John. You can find me on Twitter at JRTweetsTennis. Before we begin, make sure to like this video and subscribe to the Mayo Media Network YouTube channel. And then head over to your favorite podcast app and rate, review, and subscribe to Daily Fantasy Sports Picks and Bets, The Mix. We begin the third round on Friday as we get closer and closer to the famed second week of Roland Garros in Paris. And the three picks today all come from the women's draw. We'll begin with Daria Kasatkina, minus three games against Serana Kirstea at minus 110. This seems like the perfect opportunity to sell high on Serana Kirstea. She's had a decent clay season. There's no doubt about it. She had a nice run in Istanbul and a nice run in Strasbourg. The issue with those two tournaments, both generally weaker fields. Istanbul, as a 250, doesn't generally draw great uh, great names. And then, of course, Strasbourg is always the week before the French Open, and the big names never play that week. They get to Paris, settle in, and like to practice. So we can kind of take those with a grain of salt. On the other hand, we've got Daria Kasatkina, someone who has really built her game back up. She's seen peaks and valleys that a 30-year-old would see in their careers at just the age 24. Great defensive player who can really make Serana Kirstea hit more balls. And as a power player, Serana Kirstea is generally someone who will who will commit more unforced errors. Even impressed this week, she has smilingly said, and almost in a sarcastic way, that if you asked her what surface she'd rather play on, she'd say every day of the week with her eyes closed, she'd pick hard courts. So even she's admitted that this isn't her most comfortable surface. And while the same applies to Kasatkina, I do think the matchup strongly favors the defensive player here who prefers the slow courts. And if I'm not, I'm also not worried about her getting broken as often as she used to, as this year her first serve has really improved. So go ahead and lay the three games here. I think this is a relatively uh, straightforward straight sets win. If not, we should see her defensive play uh, cause Serana Kirstea problems. We could get a lopsided set to make sure this covers. Go ahead and lay the three games here. I'm really feeling good about this. Next, I want to take another underdog money line, and it's Madison Keys at plus 150 against Victoria Azarenka. This is a great time to capitalize on Madison Keys's price. She's looked pretty good this week. While she had to work into the tournament with a three-set win over Océane Dodin, she ended that one in spectacular fashion, and she picked up where she left off against Leila Annie Fernandez in the second round. While the scoreline said... Uh, 6175. Take a look at how she got there. She was up 5 3 with match points. Love 40. She had three match points to make it a 6163 victory. And that looks a lot more comfortable. So consider the context of it. She rolled through that match and was very strong against a more defensive opponent she could hit through. Now she comes up against Victoria Azarenka, a fellow server and big hitter. And we just saw Victoria Azarenka dispatch Clara Tossin, who plays that kind of style. The difference here, pedigree. Madison Keys is a veteran. She's used to going deep in slams. She knows how to play on this stage. The young Dane was just 18 or 19 years old and really in those big spots at deuce games, again, when facing breakpoint, when having breakpoints, really could not control that aggression and figure out a way to beat Victoria Azarenka. It was still only 7-5-6-4. She did, she did not by any means Wipe the floor with the young Tossin. I think Madison Keys has the same kind of game to trouble Victoria Azarenka, but far more experience and pedigree. 
So we're going to take the money line here at plus 150. I think this presents great value. I think this is a 50-50 match. You could even make a case that Madison Keys should be around a dollar, uh, or sorry, minus 125 uh, and a slight favorite here. And as a result, big value on this underdog. And I'm confident that we're going to be able to have a close match. So we're taking the plus 150. The final match is another under. The unders have been working well this week for, for us in some of these spots. I'm going to go ahead and trust another one. This one is Paula Bedosa taking on Anna Bogdan. It's the under 19 games at minus 103. Why this one? Well, Paula Bedosa might be the most informed player on tour right now. You could make the case that outside of people like uh, Arena Sabalenka and Ashley Barty, she's had one of the best seasons on the WTA tour. Her last a few tournaments on clay, Charleston semifinal, Madrid semifinal. She won a lead in tournament in Belgrade, and she has looked sensational this first week. In her first two matches, she has won three of the four sets she's played, either 6-love, six 6-1, six or 6-2. That is some sort of dominance. We'll look for her to do that again here against Anna Bogdan, who as a 28-year-old kind of journey woman is someone who will hit with power. That doesn't bother Paula. She loves to play with pace but she's far more skilled and she's got far more to her game than Bogdan, who's more erratic, is not going to be able to overpower her, and frankly doesn't provide much resistance. I'm looking for another straightforward 6-3, 6-3, or 6-3, 6-2 type win, and I think 19 games is plenty of room to take the under here. Those are three plays for Friday, guys. I hope you guys have enjoyed this. Again, make sure to like the video, uh, sorry, subscribe to the channel, and we'll see you all again for Saturday's plays.